Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 91 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of Ian, or not even Ian, just Joe. <laughs> Are you ready to ride? <laughs> Oh, indeed. It is way too early in the morning for Ian to get out of bed. In fact, let me just double check real quick. Yeah, nothing. I don't know where he is, what he's doing, but he is not here. But that's okay because we have a very special episode. We teased it two episodes ago and has come to fruition. That's right. So this episode, we are not going to tell everyone to go to YouTube and subscribe. Vacationers podcast, by the way. No, we're not going to do that, even though we have 91 likes or subscriptions, I guess is what it is. So we're so close to 100. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go out and do that, even though I'm not going to do that. I just told you. Well, I just did it. Dang it. I did. <laughs> I'm also not going to tell you to go to our Facebook page and go to Vacationers Theme Parks and more and like that, or go to our Twitter and follow us at Vacationer Tom, or I'm not even going to tell us, tell you to go out to iTunes and give us a positive review. Nope. This episode, we're going to jump right in. So allow me to introduce our very special guests. You may know her from her YouTube channel, Ventures by D, or you may know her from this podcast as the infamous KD. KD. That's right. Our latest glowing iTunes reviewer. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tom and Joe. It is such a pleasure to be on here. I can't even tell you. I've listened to you guys for two, three years now. So, um, and I should, I would love to tell the story of how you, how I found you guys. Oh yes, please. I, I my son was on a, a trip, a school sponsored trip, and we went to Williamsburg for it. And oh. we're in Georgia, and I was chaperoning, and we went to uh, Bush Gardens, and on the way home you know, in the bus, long bus ride, as you can imagine. (laughs) I was sitting there thinking, is there a podcaster that covers Bush Gardens Williamsburg? Like I listen to Disney podcasters and universal podcasters and, you know, a bunch of stuff. And I searched and you guys came up and you were the only ones that came up. So whether somebody else does it or not, I don't know. And to give you a time frame of when I listened or started listening, you were offering Bush Gardens open the day we were there. So it was like March, I think it's 2018. And you guys were offering a free ticket. You had a free companion ticket and you were going to offer any listener who wanted to come with you as a fan, you would get them in for free. And as I listened throughout the weeks, no one ever took you up on it. Not a, not a single soul, not a soul. Nope. <laughs> so that'll you'll, that'll you'll, it'll jog your memory a little bit. With that. Yes. that was back when Joe actually liked Bush Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sad. But you know what, Chris? You are not here alone. You brought uh, what three quarters of the Adventures by D family with you. You have your husband, Dave. Dave, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you having us on and excited to be on and talk about some theme park news here. Oh, yeah. You know, I just watched last night, or was it two nights ago, I watched your uh, your Disney 5K video. Oh, man, that must have been awful, that rain right before you're getting ready to run. And then, then you did the half marathon after? That was nice. Yeah, it was an uh, experience. Chris, Chris was with me for the 5K, and yeah. uh, it was a long morning, and the rain just made it worse. Uh, we did <laughs> actually do the run, but it was it was an experience to start and stop and get on and off the bus. And the half actually went much smoother. The weather was better, yeah. at least until I started the run. Then, <laughs> it, then, it, then it was a little bit of a journey. But yeah. uh, enjoyed it. Those races were fun. Those are our first time doing run Disney events. Yeah, we have, we've only done the um, the 5K on uh, the island. Uh, shoot, 
This is when I need Ian. He's my memory. Castaway K. <laughs> Castaway K. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've done that. That's the only Disney one we've ever done. Uh, yeah, that was fun though. It's good times. Yeah, I did the triathlon down at Disney one oh, time. Did you? Wow, yeah, really? It was the half Iron Man that was in Disney. Wow. Where did wow. you swim? Uh Fort Wilderness. Oh, really? And nobody got eaten, Lagoon? so it was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't you didn't swim in Seven Seas Lagoon? That wasn't. <laughs> What Dodge the, alligators. I can't believe they yeah, had you swimming there. No alligator sightings because I was like, man, if I get bit by an alligator here, I'll be set for life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And we also have the daughter, Madison. You are here as Hi. well. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I also watched your video on overhyped things at Disney. Well, at Disney. Disney World and Disneyland. Uh, that was very good. Is there a episode three? I saw two and one. Yeah, um, I still have to edit it. You uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, I was like, is there a three? I know you say there's three and I didn't see it. I'm like, oh, maybe I missed it. But <laughs> I didn't dig that deep. But... <laughs> and you can see on our channel, Madison was more the one that started our channel. And we have a video that she first recorded. She's a young kid in our backyard twirling around saying, we're going to have a YouTube channel. <laughs> and she put a bunch of stuff up. And for years, she's been the main editor. I would say Dave and I in the last six months have gotten really involved. And we have a ton of footage. So we've been putting stuff up. And then we've been trying to go to new things as we can this year. Yeah. So uh, yeah. really enjoyed that. it. It's fun. It's a lot of work, though. But it's been a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work <laughs> maintaining that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about that, and I guess you just answered it. You know, what was the, uh, what brought you to uh, make a YouTube channel? So it was your daughter. She wanted to get it in and get uh, get the videos up. That's nice. Yeah, it was really Madison's uh, idea to, to do the YouTube channel, and she put a lot of work into it. And uh, Chris and I got involved as uh, a lot of us had extra time on our hands around the middle of March um, as things <laughs> changed around the world. So uh, we started getting involved, and... We listened to a lot of podcasts around Disney Universal and watched a lot of YouTubers. And as Chris said, we had a lot of footage. And so we've been, you know, adding to the, as we've been able to take trips somewhat safely this year, we've added to the live stuff and then gone back to some of our other content and looked at it and see what would make a good video and put those up as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really nicely done. Uh, who made your logo? That, that's custom, right? Yes. It's yeah. on, it's a guy on Fiverr. And I can send it to you. I can't. I'll have to look it up. But we went through Fiverr, and the guy was actually really great. He okay. was really good to work with. Yeah. Yeah, I just take clip art and throw it all together. And, <laughs> and it, it's not that much money. It really isn't. So I'll send you the info. If yeah, you're yeah. It. There's all different ones, but that one is very specific to the logo style with, like, the icon and yeah, the yeah. text that way. There was another YouTuber, um, there, the Endless Adventure, and they do – they travel around the world. And they have, a, it's the same guy made their logo. And when Dave, we were looking through a bunch of sites and trying to figure it out. And we were, he was kind of drawn to that style. And then when you looked at the samples, that was one of the samples was there. So we're like, well, <laughs> obviously it's quality because somebody else uses it. So yeah, yeah. Of course it's different because we have the globe and all yeah. that stuff. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, Jill is an artist and she's been making a logo for us for years now. <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't gotten the finished product yet. But. We saw in your vi videos on YouTube that you have the purple, um, like watermark on some of them. Yes, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I started yeah, doing that uh, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I have a bunch. Yeah, I just. Uh, and you I have an animated in entrance when the when it starts. Yeah, so my, you're my, up there, man. Yeah, my older videos, I did that, and then Ian's basically like, 
that is way too long. It, it's it, you got to get to the content quicker. Because I, I, I honestly, before I started the YouTube channel, I really didn't go on YouTube quite that often. So I, I wasn't really familiar with it. So I started the channel and I started putting stuff up, thinking of, oh, well, this is, must be what it's like. And then you know, Ian, you know, the younger generation, they know what's going on. They're like, no, yeah, you gotta, you gotta f speed that up. And then so I did. And then eventually, I was like, I'm just gonna kill it. You know, I just. I don't need it. I'll just throw it up and do some stuff and put some logos and the watermarks and everything else. Yeah, that's there. what we've moved to that over the last probably two months. We did have um, Madison's done little bumpers she did of just little clips of us at different parks. And yeah. then we went to just dropping the logo on top, trying to get into it as quickly as possible. Yeah. People, they'll, they'll abandon quickly <laughs> yeah. if they don't get to it. Unless you, yeah. it's somebody you like and then you stick around for 45 minutes watching them <laughs> eat pizza. You know what I mean? So it's like it's, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what, the, what the secret sauce is, but. You know, we're trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like you said, you are guy. You guys are stationed or stationed. You guys live in Atlanta. Yes. So Six Flags Over Georgia is your home park. It is, yes. And that's a park that I've been trying to get to for years. Just, I just, we can't seem to make it happen. It's just ridiculous that, I, that we drive by. Well, not drive by. And ninety five is pretty far out. I think it's like two or three hours, right, from ninety five. I we have, I think we have to take eighty five if we wanted you to. Will. Yeah, to yes. hit that. So it's kind of out there a little bit, but it, there's no reason why we haven't gone yet. But you have gone a couple times in 2020. So I like to discuss, uh, you know, what's going on in 2020, how they're doing, because I haven't been to a Six Flags park uh, since the pandemic. So I'd be curious to see how they're doing as opposed to like SeaWorld or uh, Universal. And I might have Madison kick us off oh, because okay. she is the roller coaster enthusiast in this group uh, probably speak to nice do a lot of it I, I can say first that you have to you have to sign up for a an entrance time oh, and a okay. day so you make a reservation similar to what disney's doing um to go into the park and it's do very you, easy to get one we haven't not been able to get one so do you have to have a ticket or a pass to do so yes Why do from do what that? i've seen That's so crazy. we have annual passes yeah. so it hasn't hindered us but i'm guessing you probably have to because you actually put in your number in order to uh, do yeah you do yep. the reservation mm -hmm. i'm not sure why parks do that why do they i mean i guess they don't want you to make a reservation if you don't have the tickets i guess but what if you you're you don't have the time like if you want a particular day and you can't go otherwise you're kind of you're locked down to eh, i don't want to put the money out there if i can't get into the park you know if i'm visiting the park one weekend if i can't get in so i don't know i know that um who was it a couple what parks were they? They dropped the reservations. I think Universal did it when it first opened. I think you had to. And I'm not sure. I've watched some of the vloggers with SeaWorld, and you guys went. But yeah, I, I don't do. know if you still have to or not. Yeah, SeaWorld, World, Disney. It might have been Hershey. Hmm. I don't know. Man. One of the parks, they had reservations, and then they are just like, you know what? We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> There's just no need. There's nobody's coming to the park, so we don't need to do it. I don't remember who it was, though. But anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, so, Madison, tell me about... Mm -hmm. Six Flags over Georgia. So I've been three times, once with, once with the whole family, once with my dad, and then once with my mom. And so I would say the first time, it was kind of like there are people here and there, but it wasn't honestly that bad. And the lines, like me and my dad, we usually just go ride the roller coasters. And with my mom, we ride like the kiddie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and the rides, the, the lines, sorry, they weren't that bad. But then when I went with my mom, the whole front of the park had like long lines considering that the park was reduced, but the whole back of the park had like no one there. So 
I don't hmm. know if it was just people didn't want to walk or. <laughs> I would say overall, um, Six Flags has done a pretty good job with the, the, the safety rules. You know, um, like every park I've been to and we've been to Wild Adventures and we have not been down to Florida yet during the pandemic. But, you know, the parks and Six Flags included, um, they've done a good job of putting the signage out, putting, you know, water stations out where you can wash your hands, making sure all the signage is there, putting all the hand hand sanitizer then they can get their hands on literally all over the park mm -hmm. so um they do a pretty good job at that you know one thing that's really hard to enforce is the kids and the adults wearing their masks correctly yeah so uh, you know around all the parks we see that constantly i would say that's one of the big issues that i don't know if you can control even disney you know you can you can tell a park park people the people that work there to, to enforce the mask rules but there's only so many workers and there's a lot of guests so that's difficult to enforce but I, I would say six flags um you know i've been back twice since march and they've done about as good job as they can do i would say one thing is they have a really good hall of justice kind of dark shooter ride kind of like buzz lightyear yeah and that's not been open since the pandemic open i'm a guess because it's indoors but I would that's one of their better and newer rides. I would love to see them figure out how to open that if, if possible during during the pandemic here. Yeah, I guess with the guns, too, you'd have to sanitize those between every yeah. use. It'd be really hard to do that. As far as the reservations, is there a time? Because I looked at a reservation and I think it was Six Flags that you have to pick like even an hour or something like between like, I don't know, the, the, the different times that you could show up to the park. Was that Six Flags or is that just? Yes. Okay. So it is. Okay. And you can even book like uh, Madison and I went, I think a week ago and you could book 1130 and the park technically opens at noon, but they let you in and then blow a horn rope drop, <laughs> except there's no rope and people started running to the back, but you were in a certain, and they were already running some of the coasters when we were coming in, it was like 1130 so oh, okay. or so and people were already on them and the best thing to ever happen is because of this six flags upgraded security that's another thing I and you just walk through with your bag and the temperature screening you have to take your hat off and your sunglasses off so nothing's on your face and i don't know what they're looking at i don't know where it's aimed but you walk through yeah, and it does. Um, so we haven't had any issues there it's it better than it's ever been it does security and the temperature check right it's two. I think temperature checks first, and then you walk through security. But there's like maybe twenty feet between them. It's all on the same chute. They funnel everyone. Yeah, but there's no one pointing anything at your head. It's just no. all. Yeah, that's amazing. Because not even. What does Disney do? I think Disney has the stupid thing too. I mean, how would Six Flags get so far ahead of the curve as far as doing security? I mean. <laughs> SeaWorld. Well, if, if it actually does something, I mean, it could be like Bush Gardens, the metal detector that's not turned on. We have to assume. We have to assume it's working, right? We one time went through the first time, and there was a lady next to us who had a stroller and all sorts of stuff and kids, and she was very discombobulated, and the thing was beeping, and she was like, "Ah!" Oh, and they're trying to pull her off, and we just walk through. And I'm like, thank God that wasn't us. And she's trying to figure out what to do. And they're trying to tell her to go. And, but we've walked through. I mean, when we just, when I just went with Mass and it was like, boop, and you walk through. And I have, you know, my camera and batteries. I have things, yeah, you know, yeah. with me, just in a backpack, a small backpack. And it didn't <laughs> alert anything. So it's very, very good. I mean, yeah. I really, because it was a pain and you wouldn't line up. And we have videos because we do Six Flags. We've done Halloween, oh. Holiday, and the, they call Fright Fest. They yes. have Holiday in the Park. We've done opening, you know, summer and 
the longest lines are waiting to get in sometimes to go through this because the security and the ticket line is like the same line and you line up yeah. outside for miles. So, yeah, I know. Um, well, two things. And I, I know I'm going to, I'm going to say the one, I'm going to forget my other point. <laughs> this always happens to me. <laughs> now I just dropped out both of them. Oh man. Well, you're thinking of that. The yeah, six flags, New Jersey, it's lines for, it's unclear as to where you're even supposed to go when you show up at the park. Because there's extremely long lines, but if you already have a pass, you can go to the little short line that's moving fast, but there's no signs for any of it. So it's. They have like a members area at Six Flags Over Georgia, but sometimes it's not open or sometimes <laughs> the lines are longer there. So you just, it's very similar. You just try to line up and hope you get in. The Six Flags Over Georgia, the coolest part about the park, I think, is when you're going in. The roller coasters go into the parking lot. So there were literally people are going over you. You're walking in oh, as you drive nice. under. It's really cool. Some of their bigger rides, their Goliath ride. They have yes. a Georgia, I think it's Georgia Scorcher. It's a stand up. Oh. It's literally when you walk in and where you park, you can see one of the Batman roller coaster. And so like half the roller coasters you see coming in before you ever pay. Oh, that. man. Oh, that's really neat. It's like Carowinds and Fury 325 that goes across the entrance. Yes. Oh, my we Lord. We have not been to Carowinds yet, but I so wish it, oh. it was on our list this summer. And now that it's not opening, obviously, yeah. we'll have to go another year. But we would love to go to Carowinds. It's on their list. Oh, yeah. Madison, seriously, you need to ride Fury 325. <laughs> it is the greatest coaster you'll ever ride, hands down. And it goes under. Like when you walk into, like you're walking towards the entrance. It actually goes under the entrance. Like, it goes under, so you walk over it. It's, oh, man, it is the wildest right Now, unfortunately, <laughs> Carowinds has a bunch of coasters, but they only have, like, three good ones. And the rest they of them... They have three great ones and the three worst ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the best time you'll ever have and the worst. All in one park. <laughs> I've heard you guys... They have a dark ride there that's cute, right? I think I've heard you guys talk about it. Uh, Carowinds. Well, they have the shooter, right? They they have the that might be it. the uh, go, the goo, uh, <laughs> boo blasters, right? Boo blasters, yes, they have yeah, the yeah. boo blasters. Unfortunately, it it's not it's not as good compared to the uh, Justice League ride, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah it's it's a good shooter. It, yeah, and it depends on where you go. I think there's three of them: uh, Kings Dominion, Carowinds, and Canada's Wonderland. Each have one. So depending on the level of maintenance they're <laughs> performing on them, like the last time I went to the one in Kings Dominion, it was really well done. I mean, they, they had it kept up pretty good. So it's it's a good good ride. Now six. Oh, okay, let me go back to what I did. <laughs> what I rem I remember what I was going to say was Chris. I know you follow Disney news. Did you see? And it may have been a couple of weeks now that the couple. It was a, a man and a woman and their child was trying to get into. I believe it was Epcot. I'm not sure, but they got busted with guns and drugs. Like the yes, security got marijuana. The mom got arrested. Bring <laughs> it in there from Georgia, apparently, right? That, that, I, I don't know where they're from. In Georgia, just so you know. So you might say, because I've heard some people say, "Well, they came from a state where it's legal." Well, it wasn't. But yeah, <laughs> I, I did see that. Why I, even, a gun? Like, how do you pick a gun to Epcot? Well, it's in the diaper bag, so you know. in the diaper bag. So they were having some fun with the kids. <laughs> I love it. Like I, I saw that story. I'm like, are you insane? Like, what, what are you thinking? Like, I know you turn your brains off when you go to parks, but that's beyond just like you thinking that you'll be. You'd have but to you totally load it first before you turn your brain off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd have to totally think the security was doing absolutely nothing to be able to pull that off. And I tell you, when I was packing a diaper bag when the kids were little, a loaded gun was like the last thing I was worried about getting in there. There were a lot of things I was worried about, but that wasn't. Oh, well, your marijuana first. <laughs> yeah. 
why have you got a screaming kid? I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> how else are you going to get the kids to be quiet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, Joe, I should tell you, and I'll let Madison talk about it because she has done it. Six Flags Over Georgia is one of two amusement parks that have a drop tower where in virtue or tilt you a little bit as you go down. Oh. Oh, it is a nice. massive one. It is so high. I die as I tilt my head upwards to the to God in the sky. <laughs> you know, it's really high up there. I Wait, it tilts it you back? Oh, it tilts you skyward? It tilts you back down. Oh, like, so you're down. facing down. Okay, okay. I got you. I got Madison. you. Oh, okay. It's, it's honestly, it's not that bad. Oh. Have you guys done the Bush Gardens Tampa one? Uh, Falcon's Fury? No, we have not. Oh man, me we were, too. We were going to get to Bush Gardens Tampa this mm-hmm. summer too. So we're oh. my son wants to. He went last year and he's dying to get us to go. So yes. I went I went to Bush Gardens Tampa. I'm from Florida. When I was in high school, we did a lot of school trips there. And back okay. then there was maybe one <laughs> or two coasters. There was one and it's long since gone where it had a loop and I and I'm blanking on the name of it. It had some cool name. But I remember when they put that first coaster in, and that'll probably tell you my age. But <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. So I know Six Flags Georgia, in doing research, they have a dark ride, like a boat ride, right? Oh. Um, <laughs> the Monster <laughs> Mansion. Yes, yes it, that's it. You call it dark ride, you know, on the boat. And uh, it's one of the, it's great in the summer, I'll have to say, because the AC is blaring in there and uh, it gets pretty hot down here in the summer. So it is nice in the, in the, in the AC. And it's a longer dark ride, I will say. And there's a little bit of a scary part for the kids at the end. It's, it's pretty good ride. I think a little bit of the entrance way can use a little bit more of an, uh, I guess, some maintenance on the front of it. You know, it's a good ride for Six Flags. It's their dark ride, their main, their main boat ride. So, um, I mean, you can't, it's not on the scale of it's a small world or anything. But, but the AC is nice, and it's it's a nice you know relaxing boat ride after you get off Goliath and you've gone yes. upside down at four hundred foot in the air. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. love dark rides. They have it's like you're going through a monster's mansion of all these different monsters, and they have glow. They're lit up, and then some of it has glow paint, and they're yeah. furry, and you're kind of going through, and um, it tells a little story. So yeah, that, that can't be bad. I mean, that, that sounds wonderful. I mean, even if it's right. run down and it's not kept up, which you expect for Six Flags, but I think that, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Uh, yeah. We, I don't know. Yeah, I'm feeling the worse it gets, the better it would be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Flooded basement. That's definitely what we've termed it. It's kind of like you're in at somebody's house going through. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do term. this now. <laughs> I know, right? Let's go, Joe. Let's do this. We gotta get down there. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's sometimes it has a really long wait, and it, even oh. though it's a continual loader of these small boats, yeah. the line can be really long. So sometimes we just even now you'll look and you're like, nope, not waiting that long. <laughs> <laughs> they've done it a couple times. They, they've done it a few times. One of my favorites is a kissing booth in there. They have a monster with a giant kissing sound. You can't miss it as you go halfway <laughs> through the ride. So. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, I oh. I have to do that ride. I, yeah, I saw it. I'm like, oh, man, this is right up my alley. I, I love cheesy old oh. dark rides. Yeah, I'm totally into that. And I'd heard that you guys were planning on coming here on your big Florida trip that you're going to swing through. Yep. And then obviously that had changed. You guys still did a massive yep. trip. But yeah. I was um, I would be curious to hear what you guys thought of Six Flags. I mean, there's a ton of coasters in the park. Yep. They've redone their Gotham City area, their Batman type area. Yeah. And there, there, there's a roller coaster mind bender, um, which is I think it's going to be a Riddler one. Is that right, Madison? 
Yeah. And they're they're redoing it, so it's still it, it did go upside down in a loop, and you were in a lap bar. And the first, I went with Madison; she's little. I'm like, oh no problem. And then I get back there, I'm like, what? This thing goes upside down. It's just a lap bar. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so and there you can see as you enter the park, part of the track is gone, and they're kind of putting the track together. Oh, interesting. Um, right now, so that'll be released. I guess sometime 2021, I would guess. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just want to get. <laughs> yeah, we keep trying and. We just can't ever get to Six Flags over Georgia. I'm going to have to just bite the bullet and just do like a weekend trip. That like That's the only thing I'm doing. Or I think I could tie it into Dollywood because I think Dollywood is within a drive, like three hours or so, like northwest. Four? It's four hours. Four to five. Four to five. But it's yep, kind of on like go through the mountains from, from here to get to Dollywood. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to Dollywood and we enjoy Dollywood too. Yeah, yeah, we went one time last Christmas time. Oh my God, that, that whole town over Christmas, they just put up all the lights everywhere. It's just, it is beautiful. It is wonderful. My, oh, so good. Did you guys do the, uh, any mountain coasters while you're out there? The one, you know, they're just by themselves. So you just go down the side of a mountain and a little. We have not. I feel like that's a newer thing. We've been to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge many times, but it's like in the last three plus years, they've seemed to have built those. I mean, we even with the Boy Scouts slept in the uh, aquarium, the Ripley's Aquarium (laughs) in the shark tube. So that was many years ago. That was really something. That was actually really cool. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, those are really cool. Yeah, we still have our pass from last year. I'm not sure even with Dollywood how long that extends now. Uh, we'll have to get back out there at some point. Uh, maybe, well, yeah, I don't know. I have to check Dollywood to see what their past situation is because hypothetically they should expire this year. I, I thought I'd read that Dollywood extended everybody a year. I'm not 100% positive. I know Six Flags is not. That's one thing that we've been watching is they yeah. have not extended the annual passes at all, and a lot of the parks have. So it would be nice, please, Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. <Do that>. I- <laughs> Yeah, I screwed up the Six Flags because you could have called and suspended your account and then stopped charging you. Or you keep your account active and then they give you a free upgrade to whatever status you were. So when I read it the first time, I thought, oh, well, if I get a free upgrade, I'm like double platinum power. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, all the stupid things are, but I'm up at a higher level level that would actually be useful. But I thought it was like a permanent thing. And then I read it later that, no, it's only for this year. So because we haven't gone to a Six Flags park this year so it would have made more sense for me to just postpone it and not get those added benefits that i'm not using anyway but i guess i would have if we would have went to six flags over georgia now that i think about it yeah i don't know you know what's interesting as i've done research on six flags as we've gone more the six flags over georgia i learned that six flags over georgia was the second six flags they ever opened texas was the first and six flags was the second and it's interesting learning, Madison and I just did one where we looked at some of the original rides that were there that are still there now. They have a they have a little carousel that was in Chicago, like from 19, what is it, Madison, 1908 or something that's operating in the park, something like that. Sounds right. Oh, yeah. nice. Stuff you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Have you gone to uh, any other Six Flags parks? No, I was I was saying to Dave one time we should do a massive summer vacation because you know you buy the one it gets you into all yes. and wouldn't that be quite a trip to drive to every single I don't know if we're a glutton for that much punishment but <laughs> we went to Chicago last summer but we did not have a chance to get out the Great America and oh. I wish that we did. I've heard it's a great park. Uh, I worked in Chicago briefly uh, many years ago, but I've never been out to that park, and uh, we just didn't have time 
to get out there. We were just done in Chicago in the city for a long weekend, but that's on the list too. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately in Georgia, yeah, there's no really weekend driving parks to get to any other parks. It's, it's a full day to Disney world or a half a day to Dollywood. Basically if, if you, if outside of six flags Yeah, and Carowinds is four or five hours across 85. I think it yeah, is. We figured mm-hmm. if we go to Carowinds, we have to spend the night. We yeah. looked to see if we could do one and back. Um, yeah. And then we went to another one, Wild Adventure, which is in Valdosta, um, yeah. which a lot of people don't know about that. We did that in a day, four hours down, four hours back in yeah. the park. That was a yeah. crazy day just <laughs> weekends ago. But um, yeah, there's not there's not much. There's a few things around here, um, smaller little things that you could do, but Six Flags is the big one. Yeah, I actually uh, Google mapped. I saw your video for that, and I was watching it, and I was like, oh, where's this at? Is it near? I, I, I could tie that into my Six Flags uh, uh, over mm-hmm. Georgia. Oh, no, yeah, that's like three hours south. Like, it's all in the border of Florida. <laughs> like, it's oh, like no. if you're driving to, <laughs> yes, from, you know, Busch yes. Gardens, Tampa, or yep. Disney, then you can go. We literally go down I-75, and for, uh, you know, years, that thing's been open over 20 years, you see these billboards, and we've always <laughs> wondered, is Wild Adventure, like, is it worth a, worth a trip? Is it not? And so we said, let's try it and just see. Yeah. So it was it was very interesting. I mean, it's just like 16 miles from the Florida Georgia line. So, yeah. and it was it was very interesting. The most interesting thing with it is it's owned by the same people that own Dollywood and okay, um, yeah, Silver Dollar City. Yep, they own Wild Adventures, Hershen Family Entertainment. Yes, yeah. Do, so, do they have different pass levels where you get all their parks inclusive? Not that I saw. Yeah, that would be interesting, but not that I saw. And yeah. there, but you could tell, like we went there, you could tell it's clean. Yeah, it's well maintained. It was very hot. I mean, it's South Georgia yeah. in summer. <laughs> oh my God! But um, they have a little. They have a little bit of everything because you've got some good mm-hmm. roller coasters. I mean, I'm a big wooden roller coaster guy, and the Cheetah, their big one, was down. And I guess it's been down. I would have loved to rode that one. But they have roller coasters, and then they have a safari train, which are like rhinos and zebras and different animals. And then they also have a water park, which we didn't go into. But it's it's a nice park kind of in that way because it's a little bit of everything. And if you live there, you're kind of between Atlanta and Orlando. So um, that would probably be a good place to get a pass. If we lived down there, we'd have one because you can yeah. do roller coasters, water parks, and animals all in the day if you want to. Yeah. Although, I'd, and, if I was going to live near that border, I'd live on the Florida side just for the taxes and, you know, oh, get yeah. all those in-state discounts for the Florida parks. And everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> that would be, wor- be the worst, right? <laughs> if you lived like two miles from that border in Georgia, yeah. like, oh, my God, I have to do is move two miles and I get all these discounts and all these state <laughs> benefits. <laughs> the other thing with Wild Adventure that I was really surprised with is it had a lot of rides for little kids. So if you had young ones, you know, three, four, five, six, they had little teeny drop towers and little choo-choo trains and <laughs> spinner things. As a matter of fact, one of the favorite rides Madison and my son went on was a something called the Turtle Twist, <laughs> kind of like a cross between a Himalaya and a Tilt-A-Whirl. And it's just oh, yeah, those awful. little rides surprised them. And I, I they must have had six, seven, eight, ten and they had a splash pad. I mean, you could really spend a day with your kids and they would have a great time. Cause I know when they're little and you really want to go to the theme parks, you always try to figure out where you can go. Yeah. I remember we went to, to SeaWorld in Orlando when the kids were really little and they had that kids area and our son, it was the oh. first roller coaster he rode yep. and there was a lot of stuff to do in there. Yeah. They have all that yeah. big bouncy stuff and yeah. Yeah. This part. And now they have Sesame street. So yes. my God, you know, that would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That would be, but I'm, I'm happy I don't have kids that age anymore. <laughs> yes, and you don't, I don't have the diaper bag or anything. I have to worry about what I bring right. in the diaper bag because I'm not carrying the diaper bag Oh, my. Anymore, yeah, the minute you, know? you don't have Long to. Gone. So where do you keep your gun now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the question, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did want to mention that before we get too far into this, that we enjoyed the Gatorland vlog watching <laughs> it days ago. So. Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah, yes. we, we did have a seventh view on that. <laughs> That must be that you. Us. And a <laughs> like. You got a like from us, too. Right. You've never <laughs> eight or seven. Yes. He was going to oh say my that. God. Yeah, I said, this yeah, is what yeah. we have to do. There's one video we have to watch before we go on, and it's Gatorland. And it says on it, for Joe. For Joe. <laughs> <laughs> on the title screen. This is for you, Joe. That's right, because we wouldn't have not done it otherwise. It, oh, that, my goodness. It's kind of like the Jungle Cruise with a gator, you know, yeah. somebody's stopping the gator, you know, all the canned stuff going through. And then... Uh, and then I like how you turn the gator towards you, you know, so the other part of the so the other part of the crowd could actually see the guy putting his head in the gator mouth. <laughs> yeah. And did he have all his fingers? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't recall. <laughs> we do watch Gatorland does have a good YouTube channel and we do they you know, during when everything was closed, they would show feedings and all of them oh. are named and boy, they'll get, they'll bring them right out of the water. I'm very nervous every time I watch them. There's a lady, a blonde lady that does a lot of the hosting. I can't remember yeah. her name, but you know, and the, how in your video at the end, probably the best part is putting them to sleep that he yeah. pulled the gator over that was actually really it and stayed that way. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was really weird. Touched it and, it, uh, yeah. and I was like, get out of there. <laughs> Run. <laughs> I remember that day in particular was so hot. We were in the shade and I was just sitting there like literally just, just soaked. Like I was just dripping wet watching the show. Like, my God, it is so hot. And we're in the shade. So the people who are out in the sun, I was like, you guys are going to die out there. <laughs> I was almost ready to jump in that water with the gators to cool down. It was so hot that day. Gator wrestling. The other two rides we were interested in, we watched that we have not done was the SeaWorld Infinity Falls and oh, then yeah. the other one that you're in the boat and the theming, the Atl Journey to Atlantis. Oh, like, yeah. what are those? Because oh, you boy. did both and you did views from Ian's camera and yours. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got soaked. I saw Jill got soaked in one of them over the back. was like, oh, yeah. she didn't even react, though. She was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Infinity Falls is fantastic. That is such a good ride. And unfortunately, Journey to Atlantis was... I mean, yeah, I I feel so bad. I, I wonder if I... I have to go back and see if I have any video of the original Journey to Atlantis before they took out all the theming and the story arc. Because that was such a good ride when it had it. And then they just took it all out and just they, they made it a, just nothing. It's just... I mean, it's still a good ride. And if you, if you would uh, watch like our... Uh, Six Flags, you know, Six Flags, wow. Our SeaWorld uh, San Diego, that version of it, there is no theming. It's all, like, outside. And I just, I just mentioned that because I just watched, maybe because I, I watched it last night <laughs> because uh, I saw it. I'm like, oh, I forget what this ride's like. But that one's all outside. And I think the, the Texas park, it's even worse. Like, it looks like just, like, literally you go up a hill, you do a U, and you come down. I, I, I mean, I'm not sure, but that's what it looks like. So... I still think the Orlando one's probably the best version that's out there. I found it interesting that you got the wettest, like between the big oh. drops. I, I, as I watched it, you're like, okay, here's where we're going to get the wettest, this little hill. And darn it, there wasn't a bunch of water that got on you. So, and every time I, I watched an older video that we have, same exact place, I reacted the exact same. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah, it's that little drop, the water just overtakes that front 
the, the front lip and go just soaks a person in the front row. Like no one in the back gets wet, but that front row, <laughs> you're getting soaked. <laughs> that, when we watched those two rides back to back, we started talking amongst ourselves as a family. Where where what water rides have we been on where we've got the wettest? Yes. So I'm gonna let Madison maybe give some input where she's got the wettest in different rides. Oh, this is good. Yeah. All right, here we go. What's the wettest? This is hard because <laughs> maybe Splash Mountain in Disneyland. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I was in I was in the front for that ride, and and I watched your video on that too, Tom. And yeah. uh, the red, wettest I got was like the second drop in the dark because I wasn't <laughs> expecting the water to come over, and I was in the front, and the kids just had a ball with that because I got soaked. If you ask me, that ruins that ride. Like the Disney World, I could do that one back to back to back because you do get a little wet, but you don't get drenched. Disneyland, we every time we did it, we got soaked. <laughs> it's like this is awful. I don't want to get soaked. Like bone chilling soaks, <laughs> yeah. and the ride and the raft being narrow where you're. You know, yeah, one, single file, yep. it moves more too. Yeah. It's almost like a toboggan. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, that one, I was like, I can't go on that again. That was too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Madison, what about the Universal uh, Bluto and the Popeye? Because those, my God, you get soaked on those too. Yeah. <laughs> the Popeye was like, I have to remember, we wrote that like a long time ago, but I, I remember getting pretty wet on that one. Yes. It was we got so wet that I paid twenty dollars for a towel when we got off. That's how wet we got. <laughs> we have a Universal Studios Orlando towel because that's how wet we got on that ride. And then um the, you know the dryers you pay twenty dollars yes. to stand in the yes. family dryer. That's yes. how wet we were because we went on spring break and we actually tried to stand in the dryer and they don't work. They didn't it didn't work I've for us. I've always wondered about those. I've been fascinated by those my entire life because it looks like you're just going to stand inside a hairdryer for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the they, don't, they don't work as well as you think they'll they'll work. But yeah, and after after we got off the ride, um, it wasn't the flume one. It was the uh, more of the round one. I the rapids. Is that oh, the yeah. Pluto one? Yeah. The barge? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God! You got soaked. We got yeah. soaked, and of course, after you get soaked, there's always the people with the guns that re-soak you. Hey. <laughs> and another one for us that I was thinking about was in Dollywood. It's gone now. They have those um, oh. little—I don't know if they're little bears oh. that go up and down. Before that, there was one of those rides. You're in a little raft, and you spin the thing oh. to shoot people, I've and seen then those. people shoot you from outside. And I can't remember the name of it. Yes. You got soaked and you tried to hide behind your gun oh my gosh but they removed that entire thing and they put another ride oh, i've always to the bone. always want to do one of those i've seen them i'm like i want to do one of those i wonder if any more exist you there know, are, in the i've US. seen them in videos i think they're still around i wonder if silver dollar city has one that yeah, could be maybe maybe i think one of the reasons dollywood got rid of it is because there was so much track at the end of that ride where literally all you did was go around slowly in front of like 10 guns and people could walk up and use. They suck you. You would like get pelted like a fire hose if all the kids were on those guns like at the end of the ride. So I can see the adults saying, oh my goodness, you know, they, the kids let me have it. That's wonderful. Yeah, Joe would that be that so person. Great. Oh my goodness. And here's another favorite of mine. Never been on the Jurassic Park ride, Universal Studios oh. Orlando. Madison's like, oh, go on this river ride. It's totally fine so i just go with her just me and her she's like it's a nothing drop 
we get to the end and I about lo- I was like, oh my god, this is more than Splash Mountain. Ah! <laughs> I was so terrified. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got a little wet in that one too, if I remember more than I thought. But, um, <laughs> that one was yeah, oh, that's such a good ride. I don't know the Hollywood one. We haven't been on it since they rethemed it. I don't yeah. know. You guys last year probably were on it. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. We have a YouTube video of it, and it uh, has those giant screens when you first walk in, and it looks like a big like in between a big aquarium, and it is amazing. It is like you you look at it like wow, this is so well done. Yeah, it would be really nice if they uh, transformed the Universal uh, Florida one to that. But it's basically the same thing. Like you go through, and at the end, you have the the new dinosaur instead of the triceratops coming down at you. It's essentially the same type deal, but the beginning's really, really, really cool. I highly recommend anyone to go out to our YouTube channel. Check that out. It is, uh, man, so good. So good. I read a theory that Universal Florida will not change the raft ride because they have their unnamed coaster that's ah, being built. Yes. And Hollywood does not have that, so they changed their raft ride to have something different between uh, them. To off- okay, yeah. That's, that's I, a good I idea. I keep watching the progress on their yet you know, yet to be named. Everyone calls it <laughs> yeah, coaster that they're building a new rock work. <laughs> and, and now there's like an Osprey like at the top that's built a nest. Yes. At the top of the yeah, top I saw that. Loop. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And it's now sad. how do you remove it safely? And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're running cars anytime soon. So it'll nest and remove before. But it's been amazing watching them build a roller coaster that they haven't even named. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like they, yep. in Disney, you know everything about Tron and every yes. second it's being built and everyone that goes around to show you it and it's cool watching that one being built too. Yeah, it's funny. And then they, they you get asked about it, and they're like, "I don't know what you mean." <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's right there. <laughs> Bruce Barnes Williamsburg did that with their Tempesto ride. They had that thing completely built, never announced it, and everyone's like, "What's this coaster?" And they're like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> like, what do you mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But I did see that you guys went to Disneyland, and uh, I was—I have to ask because I was shocked when we went last year. The cast members just did not seem like I expected like over the, like the greatest cast member experience ever. And they just did not seem to, they just didn't, they didn't have it. Like they were, they're indifferent. Half of them were indifferent whether you're there or not. Like I said, the one at uh, California Adventure, she was handing out samples of bread or cheese or something. And she just looked the most, like the most miserable part. Like she just found out her parents died and she just looked miserable. Like she wasn't like not even, she's, just uh, totally despondent and I was like thanks and she's like had her head down in a frown I'm like what is going on here it was very odd though I expected Disneyland you know the heart of Walt to you know everything to be amped up and you know that's more of a local park so you don't have the seasonal work as much so the people who work there you would assume that's their lifers and you know this is their what they want to do and they love it and they're passing on the magic but we didn't get that at all when we were there I was just wondering if you experienced the same thing or what you experienced well Madison you want to Give input on that one. When we we went a couple years ago, so <laughs> of course, I mean, Daddy Dave went last yeah. year. He he, went, he was over there for work, and he extended a long weekend somehow and managed to get uh, in for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. He's like, I have to do it. Sorry, I have to. <laughs> well, and they they had all the pass holders blocked out, so it was. Oh, I, nice. I felt really bad being there without without Chris and Madison and Dean because I walked on in the middle of the summer. I walked on. Almost every ride in Disneyland, and I went to Galaxy's Edge a couple weeks after it opened. Um, so it was it was awesome. But we've been as a family; the family's been twice, and I've been four or five times. We have 
relatives that live out there that we sometimes you know see after we go to the parks but anyway we've had nothing but great experience at disneyland maybe it's just because we're in euphoria out there because we don't get to go there as often as disney world but i've never had a bad experience with the cast members there um like i said the last time i went it was pretty empty so i I went uh, i wouldn't go as far as say bad but like when we were in universal for example this past a couple weeks ago or whenever it was now Time's relative in this pandemic age. <laughs> uh, like you would ask a cast member and they'd be like, not only would they give you the answer, but they'd be, you know, hey, yeah. And they're enthused and they're telling you and they give you what you want. But then they go above and beyond and they and they tell you more. And, you know, and the, like literally everybody at Universal was that way. Like every every person we talked to was just they were just happy to help you, happy to do whatever they want. They, and they go beyond what they need, beyond uh, just answering your question. And Disney World, not even Disney World, the last couple of times we've gone, we've no, we've noticed a little slight. Like, but Disneyland was literally like I was at Six Flags. I asked some kids some question. They give you the answer. Not necessarily rude, yeah, but they apply like, yes, yeah, it's right there. But nothing like you don't get that over like that experience of like, yeah, we love what we do and. I'm going to show you why or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just, you, I, we just didn't get that feeling from Disneyland at all, which is odd. Cause like I said, I expected it. Maybe I was expecting too much. I don't know. I do. I would say one thing that I wish Disney world had for annual pass holders is Disneyland. Anytime you buy anything, anywhere, quick service food, you know, an apple merchandise, they all ask you, do you have an annual pass? Cause there's savings on everything there. But yeah. in Disney world, you don't get savings except for merchandise and then sit down meals for the annual pass holders. So you don't, the quick service, you don't get any savings. So I thought that was interesting everywhere. They would ask you more like, no, we don't. Every time you're thinking, Oh my gosh, how much would we say? I know, right. Cost of it. But (laughs) (laughs) in our best, one of our best character, we've had some really great character interactions. We ate at the Plaza with Minnie Mouse, like a breakfast and the fairy godmother was in there, and of course she talks, and that was an amazing interaction. She spent time with us and sat down, and then later in the day, they were going by in the floats, and she waved to us and said, like, she remembered talking yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was, you know, that level of service. And my bucket list for Disneyland is there's the Evil Queen, and I've watched her on YouTube several times. There's one Evil Queen in particular that is amazing, <laughs> and I would love to meet her, like, so good and we'll go on and on and on and some youtubers follow her and she'll remember them and she'll say all sorts of stuff to them like 20 minutes of being in as the queen non-stop walking wow. it's unbelievable yeah. it really is unbelievable <laughs> nice nice i like the villains yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we are we are two big fans have you ever done the hollywood video yeah hollywood videos hollywood studios villains event that's one thing i always wanted to do and it, i think had it what a couple years and they kind of Kind of and then it was up. gone. I've I've watched videos on it and we've read about it and they haven't brought it back. I yeah. mean, I heard one of the last times they did, I think was really oversold. Yeah. But you could meet some of the characters in Cruella de Vil and get pictures and and all that. So they haven't brought it back since these kids are old enough and could do it. Otherwise, if we went, we'd have to figure out what to do with them, right? Like yeah, they yeah. would have been able to go. But no, and it, Disneyland has some great after hour events. I'd love to be able to get to the West Coast more to attend those, but yeah. they have some really very like dance parties out there and different i think they had some 80s and 90s themed things oh. a little bit different than disney world and, yeah. and those look like fun to me i'd love to get out there for some of that yeah when we were out there last year they had a the uh, haunted mansion 30th anniversary event 
That was like literally from like midnight to 4 a.m. And as we were leaving the park around midnight, there's this huge <laughs> line of these, all these people dressed up in characters, like Haunted Mansion characters waiting to get in. I was like, oh man, that is crazy. <laughs> that, that, that's a little bit too much for me, I think. Cause I'd have to take a nap. But yeah, I'd be gone for like three days. <laughs> I, I think those tickets were hundreds of dollars too. Oh, I yeah, I, yeah, I looked that up and it was stupid expensive. Like, oh my yeah. God. And it was like in the middle of the week. It was like a Wednesday. So you had to take off work the next day in the, Probably the day before. I, I don't know. Wow. Yeah. And people do it. They line up. Well, Haunted Mansion's great. That's, so. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite. I have the shirt on and I have a mug. It's a Haunted Mansion theme. Ah, mug right nice. There. I think and I, I have a Hatbox I, Ghost ah. mug from Disneyland. You I can think I have it. that shirt, actually. You have that picture with your face all screwed up. and uh, I have yeah. that, too. Yeah. Oh, I don't have it out right now. I could show that. I yeah. love that. I was like, I have to go into Memento Mori and yes. get that picture because I love Halloween. We love Halloween Horror Nights, too. Oh, yeah. We'll oh, talk about that gosh. in a second. Oh. And that picture yes. is priced amazingly cheap. I think it was like 20 yes. bucks or something. I mean, it was, Something like that. Yeah. It, was, uh, it wasn't bad at no, all. No, no. I was like, yeah. holy cow, that's the price? Okay, I'm getting one. <laughs> But Normally, yeah. I just look for the shopping cart, and I just push it to Memento Mori, so she <laughs> gets one of everything, and then we leave. <laughs> well, you know what? Dust off all your Splash Mountain stuff, because that's going to be worth some money here coming up. <laughs> my, son been... has the, my son has the pop, so we just have one. We didn't buy multiple <laughs> yeah. ones and take them to eBay. We just have one set of the Splash Mountain. You got Mountain it a year pop. or two ago. You ran to the back of the park because he collects the pops and behind oh, Madison, okay. you can see some, but we have a ton of them. And the park exclusive ones, if we go in, he loves them. But oh, yeah, nice. we've been watching all the vloggers and all the merchandise, and every day Crazy. they're running in and waiting two hours in a virtual queue and it sells out. And then the next day it was all restocked again. Yeah, it's like again. Disney's just printing money, like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about the uh, retheme? I, I'm a huge fan of the original because that's what I know. And like I said, my daughter and I have a connection with that. So it's kind of sad to see it go. I understand why they're doing it, but in the same respect, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to see it go. And I hope I can get down there before one last ride on it before it goes away. Madison's one of her favorite movies is princess and the frog. She was just <laughs> young enough when that was coming out. We watched the two or three year hype for it. Kind of like my son cars and Wally were the two that are like gold for us. Like in the time frame when, he was not that we're not really into it now, but yeah. um, and she like so for us, listen to the music for years and all that. I think it'll be a really good retheme because it'll fit really oh, yeah. nicely. And I've I've read things where people are hoping they put in like a restaurant or something where maybe the mm. gift shop is now or maybe offer beignets or put something back there because there really isn't anything back there at all. No. Yeah. Um, to to eat or drink except for like some cart off to the side. Like if you're looking at Tom Sawyer's Island, there isn't. Yeah. So I, I've read people writing that. Um, I mean, That's, I think that. the retheme will be good for it and kind of fit with the times. And, and I think the Princess and the Frog will fit with the ride as the ride is now. Honestly, for Splash Mountain, I, I personally don't get the ride as much as I'd like to because the line's always so long. You know, pre pandemic, <laughs> especially if you go when it's hot, that ride is like one of the longest rides in the park, yeah. almost as bad as Space Mountain. So I'd love to ride it three times every time I go if it was warm. But, you know, I'm lucky if I get the ride at once, you know, back if it was, if I didn't use it as one of my three Fast Pass Plus, I got no hope unless I want to take a half a day waiting for it. Yeah, I could I can remember when it opened also in the early 90s. So in the I remember waiting a couple hours to try to write it Wow! Um, when it first opened. Well, at least it's a good length. So you get something for it, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's always when's the drop? 
Makes the drop. So you keep thinking it's coming and it's, it's cute. We've always wondered though about it. We've talked for years because what the ride is based on and that the yeah. movie is even out. I mean, for years, I love the zippity doodah song. Yes. You know, yeah. love that, but obviously understand the reasons why it's yes. being themed. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think, I mean, I mean, obviously you have a bunch of uh, people who are big into Disney, but probably half the people probably don't even know what the theme is. Like they have no idea what it's based on or, whatever it is so it's a very interesting yeah i don't know why they ever themed it to that to begin with because even at the time when they were doing it it was it was a black eye on it and yeah so i don't know why they would do that but yeah it'll be sad to see it go but I, like i said i hope i get to get down there one last time to ride it but i don't know we'll see they haven't said when so you might no. have a shot it could be a couple of years for yeah i yeah I, yeah i don't know like, i mean next year's their anniversary so they're not yeah, going to sure. close it next year right there's no way yeah i don't all you saw was concept art. Yeah. And as Disney goes, the concept art is never how it looks in the end. You <laughs> see this whole thing and because of budgets and now unfortunately big time budget. Yeah. Issues, yeah. You never see promise because you're always like, oh my God, that's wonderful. And it's great what they build, but it's never as good as that first drawing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's going from Princess to the Frog to just the frog. <laughs> <laughs> and not the princess. <laughs> After the movie, and I'm trying to understand that because you think the frog piece would be really cool, but I don't understand the story because she's not a frog anymore and neither is he, Naveen or Tiana. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. And one of our favorite characters is Ray Ray. He's like the little firefly that ends up going, his little Evangeline is in the sky and he ends up dying <laughs> and going to her in the moon. And there's Mama Odie. So I could see them doing like a whole swamp house thing. But Yeah, I'll have to rewatch that movie. I, want, I think I saw it once and I it's on some streaming service. I don't know if it's Disney Plus, but I know I've seen it somewhere. Either it's Netflix or Hulu or somewhere. It, it's I saw it streaming. I thought, oh, I'm going to have to watch that because I don't have any recollection of that movie at all. It's it's one of the better Disney. Of course, we have emotional attachment to it for Madison, but yeah, I would say it's an underrated Disney movie. I, I enjoyed it, and there's a lot of kids' movies I didn't enjoy, but that was one. That one and Wally and Cars probably are, are our favorites. It's not a musical, though, right? No, it's not a musical, okay. no. It could be. I mean, it, it's the music's that good. It could be. Okay. You brought up Disneyland, and that's one thing I will say that the, the one of the few, one of the great positives about Disneyland is like Cars Land is spot on theming, and I'm a huge <laughs> Star Wars fan, but yeah. I would put Cars Land above Galaxy's Edge and above Pandora is, and right up there with with the Wizarding World as far as far as the best themed land that I've seen in person. Cars Land is amazingly themed. Yes, yeah, Cars Land was wonderful to walk through, especially at night when you got the lights up. And oh, yeah, that, that's a, such a good yeah. ride, too. Unfortunately, we only got to ride it, I think, once because we went to it again and it, it was down. I was sad about Can that. Can you but. imagine when we rode it the first time, we had to choose between waiting in a three hour line Ooh. for that or seeing World of Color. And we chose the line. Wow. <laughs> Ride the ride, and I almost didn't make it in that line. I was like, I can't, I can't. And he's like, just stay, just stay. And so, one trip when, and then the next trip, I don't think World of Color was even, I think it was being refurbed when we went uh, the next time. Yes. So, um, but it was, that's an amazing, I mean, it's kind of like Test Track, but different, right? Yeah. I yeah. love Test Track too when you start going really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this one definitely has a better theme than Test Track because, you know, the beginning is just, oh, hey, look, we're building a car. and da, 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 da. Yeah, so, yeah, it's sad I only got to do it one time because I guess they have the different showrooms where you do the tires one and they paint your car another or something. They have different scenes inside of 
the Cars Land ride, so I ain't got to do the one. But maybe again, some some other time. What did you guys think about the Disney? Did you guys use the? Oh shoot, now I'm gonna blank on it again. If Ian was here, Disney the Max Pass. Max Pass. What do you guys think of that? Did you guys use that at all? And you guys yes, like we that? Used it. We used it a ton. We used it. Uh, it's it's. I don't remember all the rules, but it was basically another ten dollars a day. But yep. essentially, it lets you as you got in line for one, you can just take a mass Max Pass for another. So to me, it was almost better than Disney World because. As long as you were pretty vigilant about using it after you got off a big ride and go to the next big ride, it seemed to flow better versus Disney World. I had to pick my three like 60, 90 days in advance. Yeah. And, and that's another thing I think Disneyland has an advantage of Disney World. You know, we're Disney people, obviously, so you yeah. have to be a big planner to do that. You just have to be. <laughs> yeah. um, and Disneyland, it's it's much more, it can be more spontaneous with the Max Pass and also the dining reservations. At yeah. Disney World, it just gets, you got to be crazily on it like to get a you know, fast pass in Pandora, you had to wake up at six o'clock, 90 days out and be on your computer, you know, forget about what else you had planned that day. So yeah. I, I enjoyed the Disneyland a little bit more spon spontaneity, but I'd like the max pass. Yeah. I, I liked it. And I liked the fact that you get the photos with it. The only thing I didn't yeah. like was just a limited number of attractions on the pass itself. Cause I felt like by midday I rode everything on the max pass and it was kind of now, unless I wanted to go back and re-ride, I really didn't need it. A lot, a lot of the most of the rides that we rode throughout the day didn't have the pass, so it's like, well, okay, it makes sense to hit those rides first and do the mask pass later because then I can utilize the, uh, you know, the front of the line system. But yeah, I was disappointed when I opened it up and I was like, wow, there's not a lot of rides in these parks. Like one had like eight and one had ten, I think, and that that's it. And some of them, some of the ride, some of the attractions weren't, you know, they're were more of a D ticket or whatever. It's like, uh, okay, I just, yeah, I don't know. I I, I liked it, and for I guess, yeah, like you said, ten dollars a day. But it's per person, so yeah, it's fifty bucks for us a day more. I mean, we got it every day. We we found it was it was worth for us. It was worth it to get it anyway. But if it would have been more attractions, I think they could definitely probably bump that price up and you know make it a better service. But I don't now know. I would say, Tom, you're not a park hopper person. When you were no. going through that vacation and how you do one park a day, I was yelling <laughs> at. My no do the park hopper and you're like i like to do everything in one park so i don't feel like i'm gonna leave and go to the other park yes. but at yes. disneyland if there's ever a place to park hop you walk from one across esplanade to the other you can go in and out one shuts a little earlier than the other or whatever and you can go from one to the other i remember we were like did like i think incredible coaster was on there or something yeah so we got it and then we just went right over <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to remember. Tom's brain works on checklists. And got it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no spontaneity. That's why he doesn't like the Max Pass. He doesn't want spontaneity. He wants to sign on to that computer 90 days ahead. Yeah, there's something. And, and there's something. It's like an achievement. You know, if you get that Fast Pass 90 days out, and you know it's a hard to get one. You're like, okay, I did it. Yeah, you look at me. That's <laughs> why I, mean, I, I only said go to that, Disney right? with Tom because I couldn't. I would go on two rides a week. <laughs> Maybe. That's so funny. <laughs> and of course, today, we watch the videos now, and it's unbelievable. People are doing challenges, and they're literally doing every single thing in the Magic Kingdom in one day, and they're doing it all, including all the rides, all the shows. It's like your dream, and we keep wanting to go. It's like, oh, we want to go, we want to go. Yeah, they have, they so, have a, what's the one? They have one that's been going on for years. I can't remember. It's a Twitter one, and they do all the attractions in Disney All the World. rides, in, yes, four it's, parks. yes. And to watch that Park challenge, yeah, to watch I don't know them how you even do, it. do that is amazing. Cause yeah, cause there's so many implications. Like 
like the like the 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 vehicles in uh, Magic Kingdom, like you have to get to those early, like those ones that go up Main Street, could be because those they stop running those. So you have to like do those early, but then you still want to go to another park and you know hit some of the, the some of the e tickets. Ah, uh, yeah. Like to me, that sounds wonderful, but it, it just there's so many things that could happen where it would just throw your day off that I'd be like, oh, that's just too much. <laughs> That'd be too stressful. <laughs> I think you need to recover for like two weeks after that. <laughs> oh yeah, it would be insane. It would be it'd be crazy. <laughs> it's difficult, you know, at Disney World too. Like- like one of the things we learned after going so many years is like not try to make a dinner reservation in a different park than what you're in. I think we did Disney, the Magic Kingdom, and then we went to Germany and Epcot for dinner. And it was like an ordeal to get over there. And we basically spent a half a day just going from one park to another park when if we just would have got dinner at the Magic Kingdom or from a food cart then that would have gave us another half day back. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing at Disney that we don't do a lot of. Like we'll do some of the full service. Uh, dining, but yeah, especially like their buffets and stuff. My lord, you, I mean, you can eat up so much time sitting there eating. <laughs> it's it's hard, you know, giving up that park time for you know eating. Well, especially when the prices, especially the buffets, their character buffets. Oh my lord, they're out of control with the price, especially the kids. I mean, adults, I I, I get it. The adults can probably eat a lot of food, but the kids' prices, it's like thirty bucks, and they're eating a Mickey waffle and maybe an OJ. It's like. Oof. <laughs> it can be a little little rough but uh yeah we, we what we really like to do and i don't know if you guys ever did it what is it joe the sci-fi cat is it sci-fi hollywood uh, yes uh the hollywood sci-fi cafe or diner it's the one that it looks like a drive-in when you eat now i know it gets Sit in the little cars it gets bashed all, all the bloggers everybody hates it you know it's all oh, this food is awful for us it's the experience is just wonderful like that's one of the things that we do every time we go to hollywood studios we must do a dining reservation there and luckily because no one really likes it it's easy to get a reservation <laughs> we enjoy that too i mean i don't know why people bash it because we've eaten there several times and especially the cars there's four of us so yeah. it's pretty nice to you know get a car sit there have your burger fries a milkshake watch the old mm-hmm. dining wonderful commercials we love that one and then we love the one kind of across the way there the i think it's the 50s primetime diner oh yeah yeah we we love between those two and they're so close we go to hollywood studios we usually end up eating at one or the other but those two are are two of my favorites in the entire disney world complex two totally different interactions but yeah um like like but both of them are fun and the food's pretty good. You know, 50s prime time, it's much more comfort food and the yep. and the interaction with the waiters and the waitresses is unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. then the, <laughs> the sci-fi is a little bit more laid back, but it's nice and dark and air conditioned, which as you all know, it's yep. nice if you're down there hundred <laughs> degree day. And nothing nothing beats the waiter making your fourteen year old son stand up and sing I'm a little teapot for the entire <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> That's worth the cost of the cost of the meal. 50s prime time that was so awesome when they did that so fun you know don't put your you know elbows Elbows on the table table, yeah 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 yeah, so it's um it's a good time and you get to sit and be in the air conditioner and relax i forgot to mention one of my favorites the uh, peanut butter and jelly shake at the 50s prime time oh that sounds wonderful that is favorite thing yes i love pb and j (laughs) it was it's a great shake recommend it highly Oh man, uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to go check that. The problem is, yeah, we're usually in that park one time per vacation. So if we're only there one time, we're gonna hit sci-fi, unfortunately. So that kind of leaves us out and not being able to do that one. I and s- then we did last fall. 
we had the most awesome Disney day that they had early admission hours if you were an on-site guest. So you could go in from six to nine into Hollywood Studios. And then we did the Halloween party that night in the Magic Kingdom. So we went from wow. like, I think we woke up four or five in the morning and we stayed at the Swan, one of the Marriott properties real close and walked to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah. Got there at six, went straight in. It was dark. So like yes. everything's lit up with the Toy Story Land. And it was the first time he had already been at Disneyland and Galaxy's Edge, but we hadn't yet. <laughs> so we went in and um, that was really a really, really special trip. So we kind of got everything knocked out between six and nine that any single ride you can think of we yeah. did it and then in the evening did the mickey's not so scary halloween party oh, so closed the magic kingdom down that was one heck of a day and not that long ago not even a year ago <laughs> wow yeah my favorite memories at disney are the extremely early and the extremely late like i remember ian and i being at the magic kingdom walking through liberty square and like at 3 a.m and looking yes. around and no one like literally there was no one like, on, like, you can't see anybody else. And it's like, my God, this is wonderful. <laughs> this is, it's so good. Like, those are definitely, those are the things I you don't get at, well, I mean, Universal, you kind of with the Halloween Horror Nights. But, you, you know, well, I mean, if you're at Halloween Horror Nights, you're not getting an empty park. But Universal, that's the one thing they, they've never, they never jumped on the, the extremely early or extremely late stuff. And, uh, well, I mean, again, Halloween Horror Nights is a different story. But their parks typically end a little earlier in the nights and the, and it's sad to see Disney, they're cutting those back. Like the extra magic hours in the evenings, they used to be three hours long. I think they're down to two. In the mornings, they're down to one now, I think. So, yeah, you don't get a lot of that anymore. But, uh, man, yeah, those those are my greatest memories of just being in those parks Wait. when they're empty. When the kids were little, we did a spring break trip, probably our favorite Disney trip we ever did. And we stayed at Port Orleans Riverside and just totally went like we'd go in the morning come back and swim and take a nap and then go back in the parks and they were open till like 3 a.m and these oh. guys i won't even say how little she was <laughs> and dave can talk about one of the rides that he has the best memory of with her but like i can't those are our memories that last forever yes um that are just phenomenal running around at 3 15 and you see the kiss goodnight you <laughs> yes, know all that yes. sort of stuff and you're like what time is it 3 15 i'm like wait we have a we have a fast pass tomorrow morning at eight at <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think we're making that one Madison, how many parks have you been in at 3 a.m.? I I don't know what this if this speaks to our parenting skills or not. Um, at least two, maybe three. She is all out when we get to the parks, and we've closed down Disney World a number of times at 3 a.m. Like the recent trip, her and Chris were in Magic Kingdom at 3:15. And then at Disneyland, Madison and I closed down DCA and then we walk across the Esplanade, walk across and then went in and closed down Disneyland. So I I miss some of those late night times because like you said, it's it's pretty much a free for all, you know, after midnight when all the smaller kids are gone. And then you have bigger kids or kids that can stay up and you can really jump on and hit a lot of the big rides then. Not to mention it's so much cooler, too. Oh, yes. And Madison, do you remember driving, being a skipper of the Jungle Cruise at like oh. midnight or one in the morning? Wow. Yeah, we're little. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like seeing a little kid thinking they're driving that boat. Yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. 
but there's you know a so low low um volume of people they i mean they do wonderful things with yes, that so. yeah yeah no, no, just note the boat we did make it back to the dock it didn't capsize or anything she did a good job <laughs> <laughs> i remember uh we did splash mountain and it was it must have been it must have been one of those like 3 a.m mornings and there's no one in the park and we're walking out to the we're walking through the exit where they had the photos and they had they must have had like six or so cast members. They were all standing there and they, they all like did a pose and they're just frozen and they had like a sign saying, please put this on. I don't know what they, I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram or something. Please take a photo of this for Instagram or something because they're just goofing around because there's no one there. And it was like, oh, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> just having a good time. You know, it's early in the morning and yeah, I just fantastic stuff. Yeah. And in all honesty, it's the only time you could ride Peter Pan was about 2.55 in the morning because the lines, <laughs> except for right now, or like you couldn't even get a fast pass for Peter Pan. Yeah. Or if you get three, you're like, do I want to use it in Peter Pan? Or am I going to do Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain? Yeah. You know, like, what am I going to do? So. <laughs> we'll definitely have to have, a, have you guys on and do one of our episodes where we rank things. And I don't know if you've ever heard any of those ones where... Oh, like yes. we do our top tens or whatever, because those are so much fun. And it's kind of limiting, Joe, no offense. Uh, Joe doesn't do a lot of stuff, and he doesn't really know a lot of stuff. So it's nice to have someone, like people on who actually done some stuff. Like, okay, well, you know, that'd be cool. Just make sure we have an odd number, so that way there's no ties. <laughs> yeah, that's what, when we filmed quite a few of ours, you know, our three episodes, you know, three to be to be continued, to come, we couldn't even, we would have agreement, like, we would do our top five Universal, and I love Kong, but those two are like, oh, Kong's not that great. I'm like, what do you mean? It's got a little bit of everything, and it's fun, and it's scary, and I love the cue, and so we had a yeah. lot of discussion between the three of us. We couldn't even decide our top five between the Disney parks and Universal. So yeah, yeah, probably make for a good podcast, I would think. Yeah, those are some of my favorite, just going on and just chatting up. Because I could, I could literally talk like this all day. Like I, I love vacations, I love stuff, theme parks. So to me, this is right up my alley. And when I'm at parties and stuff with uh, you know normal people, <laughs> it's, it's, it's What's not that? It's, it's not nearly as fun. Is that you're just like, oh, how's work? Oh, good. <laughs> but then you get someone who actually likes theme parks. You start talking, and man, just I'm in. I'm I'm, I'm locked in. I yep. know Six Flags Over Georgia, they have a ride, mm -hmm. Goliath, but Goliath is in the other parks. Is there one with you guys yeah, we that have you a, go to? Uh, where is that Goliath? We had a Goliath. Was that Magic Mountain? Boy, yeah, Ian would be very useful. Joe, there, what, there wasn't a Goliath at New Jersey, right? Great Adventure? No, New Jersey doesn't have it. And surely America doesn't. Oh, yeah, Baltimore. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have a miniature. <laughs> so if you ever um, decide to go around the country for all your six flags, do you can not just stop. Cruise yeah. right on through Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe if you see some broken glass out the side of your car, like that, okay, we went to Six Flags Baltimore. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> that park is just, yeah. But yeah, there was, the only thing it had, it had that awesome wild mouse, though. No, it's the most, it's a spinning, and it's a spinning wild mouse. I mean, it is insanely spinning. And it's it, literally the only, I don't like spinning rides, and I hate wild mice. So it makes no and sense. And for some reason, I like the... It would make, well, you know why? I think I know why. I think because while we're in the queue... We were trying to determine the proper weight placement to stop the spinning because there's four of us yes. and we're, we're trying to figure that out. And then we got on. And so I think that was probably, probably part of it. We're having such a good time. You know, I, I think it was yeah, just, we were just trying to work out the. the I think the, yeah, I think the ride was, I think if you wrote it now, you'd be like, oh my God, this is the worst ride ever. Yeah. I mean, I never want to go back. I just, you don't, have a good don't, memory yeah, don't. 
<laughs> Don't ever you ride know, it's, it's interesting because over the years, I mean, I've been in Atlanta over 20 years, and Dave, you have too, probably longer than me. And when I went to Six Flags for the first time over 20 years ago, it was a different park than it is now. They've really fixed it up. I remember there was a gum tree where, like, you went by and everybody <laughs> took their gum and put it on the tree. It was so oh. gross. It was near their ride now that's Twisted Cyclone. I remember yeah. seeing that. I'm like, this is so. I was <laughs> like, what's going on? Wow. Now they've, they've done quite a bit to the park, I will say. the <laughs> <laughs> most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Yes. Wow. And you think with Disney, I think through, you. I don't think you can bring gum in the park. I think they don't allow you to bring it in. Like yeah. I, think you, I think you can bring, bring it, it but they don't sell it anywhere on property. Like that, You can't buy a stick of gum at Disney yeah. anywhere. You can't even buy it at the Orlando airport. That's true. Either. We've tried. Really? Somebody, somebody, really? I, heard, I heard that, and then the last time I was there, I looked around, and there's no gum in the Orlando airport. That's at all, odd, anywhere. because I think one of the My things goodness. to pop your ears is to chew gum, right? That's one of the, like, if Yeah. You're the, yes, I yes. only chew gum when I fly. I, that's weird. That, yeah, next time you go through there, look for some gum, and you won't find any. Oh, man, Disney, they, their arms reach out very far. <laughs> <laughs> so you could do a whole vlog about the great gum hunt, and you can see where you find it. <laughs> Run to Orlando, find out where you can buy gum. Oh, uh, hopefully nowhere. I'll just go down with a tractor trailer full of uh, bazooka. There you go. <laughs> Sell it. Set up down at the Delta Gates, you know, where everybody has to go through and then get your gum right here. I got gum. I got gum. Put so, your pod, you can put your podcast logo on it oh. and hand it out. <laughs> That's funny. Can you guys tell us, I mean, you've talked a little bit, but what was it like for you wearing masks in the different parks you went to? Because you've done Tampa Bay and you've done yeah. Universal. And then you even just did, we watched a video of Busch Gardens. Oh, Although man. it looked like all you guys did was run around the park real fast for <laughs> two hours <laughs> and went on two rides and didn't eat anything. Well, That's there wasn't much like, going but... on. Yeah. That's Busch Gardens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for us, the masks... They're, they're not bad. Some days are better than others. Like I said, uh, sometimes I would wear the mask and my glasses would fog up. So we bought masks specifically that had a little liner above that goes over the nose that is supposed to stop fogging for your glasses. So I bought those before the trip and uh, I used them exclusively. And so, like I said, some days I wouldn't fog at all. Other days they would fog. I think it all has to do with humidity. I, I, I don't know what the difference because the temperature, I mean, they're basically you know, Florida. It's about the same. Um, every day to day, depending on whether or not it's going to have a thunderstorm in the afternoon or not. I didn't feel all that uncomfortable with them. Um, only a few times did I was I like, it is really hot. And like, I could feel like my, I, I've, I've never had my upper lip sweat ever. You know, you hear people, oh, it's so hot in my upper lips. I actually, there was a couple times, like I could feel like sweat dripping like inside my mask. Like, oh my God, I'm like really hot, I guess. <laughs> in Florida, at least, especially Universal, you go in and out of AC so much that it, it didn't, didn't really affect me. And I don't think my family either. Like, and then you go to the water parks, you take it off. Water rides, you can take them off. They have the relaxation station set up everywhere that you could go in and take them off. Though we really didn't use those in Florida. We just did our thing. But in Florida, I found, like Joe said, I, I, like, I like having plans and I'm very stringent. So every day, every morning, park open, we're there and we're hitting all the rides. So by noon every day at every park, we basically did everything we wanted to do. So half the time, we just go back to the resort or go off and do something else. And we wouldn't be in the, like, we, I don't think we spent a single day in the parks more than six hours. I can't imagine we did any one day where I wore that mask for more than six hours at one time. So it wasn't like we were doing a large portions of our day with masks on. 
we would take, put them on, we go do something, then we'd go somewhere else, take them off, then put them back on. So for us, it, it didn't seem all that bad. I mean, I, I'm speaking for me. I don't know. Maybe my wife's completely different, <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately my younger two children and my wife aren't as uh, enthused with theme parks as Ian and I. So, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll go with us in the mornings and we'll get everything done. And then there, they start doing the, uh, let's, I'm done. I'm good <laughs> type thing. So luckily now they're, everyone's at age where they can just go do whatever they want, you know, go back. Cause that's the benefit of staying on site or somewhere where you don't need your drop, hop in your car and go, you know, they're old enough where, okay, you want to go back to the resort? Go ahead. Have a great day. You know, here's your <laughs> room key. Go back. So uh, th- th- at that point, it just becomes more of a value proposition. You see them just hanging out at the hotel. You spend all that money for their tickets. You're like, why don't you guys come in the park? I don't care if you sit on a bench. Just get inside the park where it costs me money to get you. <laughs> now, I had follow you on social media, like in the Facebook and on yeah, Twitter yeah. and your Facebook group. And I remember last year for your California trip, you go hard. And not just yeah. day one, but like day seven, you're like, we're here at 8 a.m. when it open. Like every single, like we go hard, yeah. but at some point you got to sleep in a little bit. But you don't, man. You are like on it. Well, no, no, there are. No, I do uh, recently, the last couple of years, especially I think what, 2015, Joe? I think actually 2015 was the day that we I'm, built the resort day. We built a resort day into our vacations, oh, and it's greatest proved day at Disney ever. <laughs> <laughs> it proves very useful, especially for you know the people who aren't into the parks as much to like recover and yeah. And that's like I said, that's another reason why, especially Disney, I I've never done the park hopping because it <laughs> forces me to go home. Like Epcot ends at nine. I have to go back to my resort. I can't go over to Magic Kingdom and stay till 2 a.m. because it's not my day to do it. So now I can go back and rest. I think I would probably physically die if I could go to, <laughs> if I could re- resort or I could park hop. I, I don't know if I'd make it. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I, I'm very, I like to be efficient. So obviously getting to the parks when it first opens, you're going to, it's the best time to go because especially on vacations, especially at Disney when you have like the 7 a.m. openings, People just don't utilize that time, and my lord, you can just do so much in it. You get so much done in the first little few hours that it's just a wonderful time to be in a park. Work in three hours, why not? Yeah, I mean, I know that we had a seven a.m. opening for Magic Kingdom the one time, and it was yeah, it was dark. They did the they did the morning. This is back when they still had the you know the train come in, you know, good morning, good morning. They did all that stuff, and it was still dark, and they were doing it, and it was like that. That's like that's just wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> that's <just> great. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, yeah, we usually go pretty hard. But like I said, we I think 2015 on we built at least a day. And I think California, I used those. I used like beach days, quote unquote, as our break days because you know you go to the beach. You know you don't have to get up extremely early. You can and you're hanging out at you know you're just hanging out at the beach or whatever. So yeah, that the California trip was was a lot. <laughs> But you guys did everything. Like you did everything. Yeah, yeah, we did. We crammed a lot into that California trip. And I know the the one trip we did when we did the Disney cruise. I was looking back at that one, and I was looking at like, wow, we did a lot in that one too. Because we did like a Mickey's Not So Scary. We did the cruise, and we did all the Orlando Go Card stuff. Yeah, that. Yeah, now I look back at some of those trips like, oof, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that now. <laughs> And you crack me up, Tom, because you'll be like, Orlando go-kart, we're going to go under Wonderworks because we're going to get pizza dinner there. So I'm going to maximize the go-kart and get my meal for the family at Wonderworks. Hopefully you you enjoyed it. But you really maximize what you're spending. I'm going to tell you something. You guys should most certainly do that. The Wonderworks, uh, Magic, man, what is it? Magic, it's the Magic 
dinner show, comedy show. Mm-hmm. It is so good. The, the magic's really good. The comedy's really good. The pizza's okay. And it's you get the free beer with it. So, yeah. And I think it's like 30 bucks a head if you didn't get the Orlando Go card. Like, it wasn't like extremely expensive, especially if you're talking Disney prices. But it was a really good show. And the pizza and, you know, everything was, it was, it was a really good time. <laughs> and laying on the bed of nails at Wonderworks is always the classic picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that one where you, it's like the, the, you know, the hand thing that you do the imprints, it's the whole body and you can just walk into it. You know, it's like, wow, that is just crazy. <laughs> I wonder how they do that now with the, uh, you know, the COVID and social distancing. <laughs> I'm guessing it's <laughs> taped off. Prime yeah. scene. <laughs> I got in one of those spinny pods one time at the Wonderworks oh, in Orlando. With my yeah. cousin and that was a long time ago. I would never do that again. I did that not do that. Dead. I was just crazy spitting and it was like the kids have done it they've designed their own roller coasters and gotten on you remember that massive with your brother yeah that's fun (laughs) did you guys ever get a chance to hit um disney quest before they they closed it we went once and i I, of course i loved it all the throwback games are in there just just the arcade alone was worth it for me but i i I, when they i heard they were going to tear that down yeah i shed a tear because there are a lot of classic games that i grew up with in in the arcades when there were arcades yes yeah, it was awesome. I love that place. Especially when they announced it's going to be NBA experience thing. Like, oh, man, really? That's what you're replacing it with? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, that was probably the best. Because uh, Epcot, and I don't think they still do. You guys probably know better than me. They used to, in the one Interventions building, you can make your own coaster and do it. But that was more of a, they push you, like, you only have a certain amount of time. Like, they, they was because they had to get the throughput, you know, get everybody through. Where at Disney Quest, you had more time to create your coaster and do stuff. And, that, yeah, that was really, that was a really good time. But yeah, I, we didn't do it at the Wonderworks because I think it went down or the line was long. But Ian did do the spinning thing with uh, our buddy. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and whoever thought to build a building that looks like it's built upside down, then that's the theming. It's so know, interesting, right? right? Like, yeah. who came up with that? And that's another great thing about Pigeon Forge and uh, yes. Gatlinburg. You walk, you just drive through there. They have so many unique buildings and stuff. It's like, wow, this is, I mean, just to drive through there is just like, <laughs> yeah, it's a tourist uh, central. It's, it's really Madison cool. and I went probably three years ago in the summer. We went on a girl's trip and we did Dollywood and we did the Splash Mountain, their water park. And then we oh. did the Hollywood Wax Museum, which is the one that has <laughs> King Kong on top. Yes, yeah. And then we went to, I think it's with that, that you could do a, um, it was like a zombie themed escape room oh. and there was something else like a laser maze i don't know there was four things with it and we went into the zombie themed escape room they put you in a room the the video starts playing and madison's like get me out get me out get me out <laughs> <laughs> and we go down the hall and she's and there's a little kid there's probably like a four-year-old with this too madison was i mean you were probably 10 11 at the time she wanted to do it that's why we went yeah but um <laughs> And we get in the first room and she panics like it was like stuff was blowing and there's a creature and there was a lab and she turns around and she's crying and she runs back. So we have to run back down the hall and it's locked like one way entrance. And I'm like waving at the camera, let us back in. Oh, <laughs> I cannot go through the experience. Of course, wow. I'm talking like a big talker. I'm so scared at the haunted houses. I hide behind Dave, and our nephew lives in Tampa, and he'll come to like Halloween Horror Nights with us. And his shirt by the end of the night, I'm like, his neck is stretched out. Oh my god, I love it though. I love it. Oh, oh yes, yes. You know, we didn't even get into uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Maybe we can have you come back on in the fall 
and go into a hole. So you guys go on, uh, you guys go regularly or have you gone, how many times have you gone to Halloween Horror Nights? Are you big fans? We went the last two years and then Chris has been a third time a while ago. So we've okay. gone three and then we've done uh, the, the event here at Six Flags. And then uh, we could also talk about Netherworld, which is an incredible haunted house here locally. Ooh, that, we that sounds to. good. That's our idea, but that was a Valentine's date. We went to Netherworld, so we can we can give you the download on that one. Oh, so that's year-round then, the Netherworld? So they're, they're open for special events and special holidays year-round. Obviously, for Halloween, they're open a couple of months. But we had heard so much about Netherworld as one of the best hot, haunted houses in the nation. We finally went this last <laughs> February, and it was awesome. It's, it's unbelievable. Called, it's called a scream in the dark is what the Valentine's experience is. And then you get an LED candle... And just Dave and I, and you go walk into the dark. <laughs> like oh, man, that candle. sounds awesome. Wow. And what I did is I actually recorded audio on my Apple Watch. <laughs> of me just screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm going to do a video that takes the shots outside because there's a really cool thing outside with me just screaming and talking inside the <laughs> <laughs> And it's like 15 minutes. It's long, 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 long. Walk. That sounds wonderful. I love the idea of a haunted house opening up for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It just yeah. seems so random. Like, oh, we're going to open up for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, maybe we'll have a Halloween-centric episode for, a, you know, a vacation scares episode. <laughs> Since we probably won't be doing many of those. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I think we should wind down soon. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about before we go? Do you have any... Again, uh, I would really like to have you guys on again, maybe do a halloween centric one if you guys are up for it as well as uh, any future planning like if you guys want to come on and talk about things that you have coming up or something you've just done or definitely when next time i plan to do a top 10 list or something i'll, I'll reach out to you guys and see if uh, you know you're interested in coming on <laughs> and uh arguing about uh, coasters or dark rides or whatever <laughs> <laughs> I think we're game for any of it. We can even talk through what Six Flags is like, each of the rides, and oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. David Massey because oh, nice. they go on all of them, and I. So I'm more like your wife, Tom. So <laughs> I love to go. I yeah. love to go to the. I will go all day long. Yeah. I'll be the first one in the parks. I'm good with videoing. I'll take pictures. I will hold the bags. I don't go on <laughs> coasters. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And the spinny rides make me nauseous. So oh, it's yeah. quite intriguing how much I love it. So Disney, like Magic Kingdom, for me is my go to because most of those things I can do like you know hands down so that's my speed and there's some in Six Flags that, like I wish their Justice League was open because I love that yes. you know, like Men in Black Universal Studios oh, love, love it love it yeah so, we haven't um, talked about that we'll do we'll talk about that when we do our Halloween episode because <laughs> oh, I love yes, that right but we're game for any of it and Wild Adventures was an interesting nobody really knows about it but it was it, we it definitely exceeded what we thought of um, what the park was yeah, I, so, I've I've heard of it, but I didn't. Yeah, that, that's basically just I, in passing. Like, oh, Wild Adventures. Like, oh yeah, but yeah, I watched your video. Yeah, it looks like it's a pretty cool park. But the location, yeah, the location. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be a a Six Flags like uh, Atlanta <laughs> over Georgia yeah. weekend trip because yeah, that's too far to go. But and Atlanta has a lot because like we also went to the Georgia Aquarium since they reopened. Yeah. My son is son is a huge marine biology like lover, oh, okay. and so we've done we've had season passes to the Georgia Aquarium and the Tennessee Aquarium, which is in Chattanooga, which is about a two ish hour drive from okay. here. And so we frequented those a lot. But since it reopened, we did the Georgia Aquarium, and that was interesting, kind of um, looking and see what they've updated in the last year or so. Yeah. Um, 
And they had just, and, and you know, we were talking about scanning. You stood on this box. They put you against the wall and you stood in this tape box. And then they had this camera aiming right at your forehead. <laughs> and I didn't understand. So I'm like, duh, duh. they're like, yeah. look here, look here. And I was like, and then I finally realized, and it was scanning just my forehead. In, and they had like six of these boxes lined up. And that's kind of how this, it didn't touch you, but you kind of stood and then went through sort of thing. But it was easier to get in that than it ever has been too. So yeah. it's just kind of interesting right. how the new guidelines have really sped things up and we've been to the world of coca-cola many many times too i don't know if you've ever uh i don't know about if you haven't been to atlanta you probably no no world of coca-cola so it's kind of like uh do they have one of those somewhere else i I feel like they have like a coca-cola in disney springs they have a coca-cola thing and they have a bar maybe that's what it is maybe that's Mm -hmm. what i'm thinking of but this is, you know, the history of Coke, and then which is interesting because really, from an advertising perspective, Coke has been around forever, and they're in every single country, and they talk to you about that, the reach of the product. But then at the end, you sample like Cokes from around the world. So yeah. think of like at Epcot, you get Beverly. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, you can get that plus a lot more. Worse wow. can't be worse though. <laughs> there are some that are not great, and then there's some, and then you keep going back to, oh, I like Diet Coke. That one's good. And you're like, yeah. what am I doing? Just yeah. drinking Diet Coke? Like, there's a <laughs> yeah. flavor, <laughs> and they have bottling, and you actually leave. I don't know if they still do it, but you leave with like a little souvenir, like um, bottled soda. It's a, oh. but I don't know if they're. Huh. And we've heard since the pandemic. Dave and I have talked. Like, would it be cool to put that on video? But I think they serve you the soda because you couldn't do it yourself so i'm yeah. not sure how it's working in there so we're not it's not cheap to get in you know so yeah we're holding off <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for sure uh i guess the one the one question i did want to ask and i totally forgot to ask it so let me do it before i forget and we sign off six flags over georgia right now uh for a first time visitor would you suggest going with the way it's set up now or wait till things become you know quote unquote normal again that is a very good question. There's positives and negatives, um, and that's hard for us to answer because we're pass holders. But yeah. if I was a new person, mm, you know, the only big ride that's not open is the uh, the Justice League. I don't. I think the water parks open. Superman's running. Goliath's running. All the coasters and Madison and Chris correct me, but I, I think outside of just everything's open and all the safety measures are in place and it is less crowded. So I think it's a trade off between if you don't feel safe versus you go back when, when everything goes back to normal, hopefully sooner rather than later, you're going to have much bigger crowds versus you go now, the crowds are very, very limited, but you've got to wear the mask, you know, yeah. got to keep your hands clean the whole bit. So, hmm. I don't know that answer. If if I was coming one time in a lifetime, I might wait. Yeah. Thinking through it some more. Uh, otherwise, um, you know, we go, we feel safe. Uh, we, we go with the mask on, obviously. Uh, but um, if I was just going to once in a lifetime, you know, especially now we're getting later towards this year, I might wait till the spring to see if the health crisis clears up at all. If I just had one time to go, but as a pass holder, we've been three or four times and uh, trying to, find out they're going to have their fright fest and their Christmas holiday thing going on. But um, that that's a very tough, tough uh, question for me to answer. I don't know. Chris or Madison, what do you think? What do you say, Madison? I would say go ahead and do it because there's such short lines. It just makes sense to do it. And so you can get more in, yeah. even if it means you have to just put on some extra hand sanitizer because it's not that bad. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> 
And and I would say I would probably go only because the the lines are shorter because our experience, to be perfectly honest with Six Flags is they don't run their coasters at full capacity, meaning we've gone last year we went opening day. Half the coasters that were open had a sign saying there's going to be a longer than normal wait time. I have a picture of it because they're only running one coaster through the yeah, yeah, thing. And it's like, oh, if they ran more, you wouldn't have an hour wait. So yeah. and now they might just be running the one coaster but there's not as many people so and now i think they're only open saturday and sunday before when they were open during the week i would have gone a weekday to for sure not have we went on a friday and there was a lot more people but i would probably go but knowing there is a mass policy and not everyone abides by it that's my biggest like you've got to stay away from some folks so half the people don't and they were doing good trying to tell people but that's what really drives me crazy is you go in there with certain expectations and people going i think they need to be policed to know somebody's watching to put the mask on correctly i don't know why people take them off i don't know because we manage but um that's probably the biggest thing okay yeah for us specifically knowing that we rode we already rode uh the Justice League ride at different parks, you know, because it's a, you know, different chains or different Six Flags parks has it. That's not a big deal. I mean, yes, I'd like to ride it down in Georgia, but knowing that the coaster lines are shorter, hmm, that's interesting. But I no, I did notice in my years of preparation to go to this park that I've never actually pulled the trigger and do. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> mid-August on, like their hours become like they, they shut down a lot, which is they weird. They do. It's based on, I think, the school the year, schools, the school yeah. system. So when schools go back in, um, they go to weekends. And then when it's March, it's interesting because you would think here it would be an annual park, but it does yeah. shut right after like January 1st, 2nd, and then it reopens sometime in March. And I think they use a lot of seasonal help of um, college and high school kids to work at. There's a lot of younger kids that work in there. Yeah, so, I was shocked by the hours. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. Yeah. I figured Georgia, oh, they're going to be open basically yeah. year round. Yeah, but no, yeah, they shut down and they have different. And, and you guys go to school early, right? Yeah, they like would you guys have, have already started, started schools. Yeah, they would have started this week, but it was delayed a week, so they start Monday. So yes, wow, very early. Really? Wow, that is some early. some counties actually started beginning of August here. The wow. part actually, it's Six Flags actually extended an extra week or two beyond you know opening during the week because I think the schools delayed because they were going to shut earlier. But now I had looked and it's just Saturdays and Sundays. Huh. for them yeah i may have to try to get down i don't know so come on down yeah the halloween event though they'll probably uh, they'll probably open like at noon and be like 10 p.m do, do they how late do they keep their parks open for the halloween events if they were to have one i think I did it go to midnight dave mm, i don't know for sure somewhere between 10 and midnight sounds yeah, right but i don't yeah. remember we did only a, a few of the houses madison's first time but we didn't stay that late um, I'm not sure of the time, how late they stay open okay. for Fright Fest. Yeah. And they, for sure, if we do it again, I'm sure it'll be different. Like um, Hollow Scream in Tampa Bay is opening. I'm sure you read about yeah, it, but it yeah. sounds like it's just scare zones. Yep, yep. Scare zones and alcohol, what could go wrong? Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 but um, it's, it's I, I don't know if that's what they would do or if they would do houses or not. But if we yeah. go, if and when we go again, we're going to get, you have to, so your ticket gets you in the park, but you have to buy a yeah. special ticket to the houses. the houses. And I didn't buy, I just bought the regular one. I didn't buy their whatever fast pass. There's a, there was an yeah. extra 10 or $15 and I should have done it because we waited in line for two houses, three. It was like all night, you know, it was oh, hours. Really? 
to wait for those just little houses. So we would do, and Madison was her first time. So when we go to Halloween Horror Nights, she stays in the hotel room with her brother. Actually, they go to Islands of Adventure <laughs> till it shuts at eight, and then they go back to the hotel nice, room nice, together. Nice. And we do Halloween Horror because she isn't, she's not sure, and I don't want to pay that ticket and get yeah. in the park, and then yep. I, we got to walk her all the way back to the hotel, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. no, yeah. Joe's daughter was the same way. She hated haunted mm-hmm. houses. Probably yeah, to this day, she even does. to this day. <laughs> I mean, you can't even show her a picture of a clown. I mean, on a bright sunny day. Wow. <laughs> and, she, and she's like 22 and in the army, and she's still. I mean, she's freaked out. So uh, this may be a permanent condition, Madison. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but she wants to go, so we went. She did good. There was one haunted house in Six Flags that had uh, like glow in the dark paint, and they gave you 3D glasses yes. and stuff. Oh, and a pop- no, that was no, really no. cool. Yeah, yeah. And that one was really. I think that was a good one for her. Um, <laughs> and then they had another one that was themed kind of like an outdoor camp, maybe like Friday the Thirteenth. But Ooh, nice. there wasn't much going on than that one. Yeah. We waited a long time for that. But. Um, <laughs> So for sure, we would get whatever their express type thing is if we do it again. And we're talking like if they offer something, even if it's a scare zone thing, we're talking would we go or not. Six Flags, a lot of young kids go to it and their parents aren't there. And what we Uh, saw was a lot of young teenagers running around and screaming and almost running into us. And so at a certain point, that's why we let we didn't stay later because it's not that it's unsafe like you're but people aren't they're not their parents aren't there. And I don't know why they're dropped and they aren't. And these aren't. 20 year olds doing this it seemed like they were 16 so um you guys may see that in some of the ones you go to it's the crowd at halloween horror nights is a different crowd yes yeah for sure (laughs) all right uh well i think this is a good place to end it but you know what i'm gonna give madison a chance to say anything she wants because she's been very polite and letting the adults talk (laughs) not interrupting (laughs) us so please uh what is there anything you would like to add um I would say that Six Flags Fright Fest isn't as scary as I thought it would be. And the scare zones, if you can even call them that, were not scary, I would say, or at least for me. In the haunted houses, the one that had the glow in the dark stuff, there was a guy that like pretended to be a statue that like really got me. <laughs> and then there was one guy that chased me and my mom like out of it, and that was something. And then the second house we went to, that was the outdoor camp. It was, I got really scared. Then we went through it and it was like nothing. So Ah, nice. Let me ask you uh, real quick, your favorite park. If you go to one park ever again, just one park, one Disney, one Universal, one Six Flags, name the one park that you would pick. Um, I'm, I'll guess I'll say Magic Kingdom because that's basically like, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good choice. <laughs> I think we did that once, Joe. I can't remember what we said. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what we landed on. I think I think we came towards like Magic Kingdom just because, right? Because it's the, kind of the center of Disney, even though it all has, the other yeah, parts have all this great thrills, stuff. Magic it's got the Kingdom classic. still where the attachment is. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Hmm. I'll have to look back. <laughs> See, I don't know. <laughs> I have to listen to our podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is a perfect place to stop for this episode. Like I said, if you guys want to come on again, by all means, I hope you had a good time. <laughs> uh, Joe and I. Thank you for having us. We oh, appreciate no problem. it. Yeah. It, I, I love having people on and just talking theme parks. And just like I said, uh, like I said in the email to Chris, it, you know, a lot of people. 
I interact with and I, you know, they say, oh, I just went on a cruise. I just did this. I'm like, Oh man, you know, I do this podcast. You want to come on and talk about that? That'd be great. And they're like, yes, that'd be awesome. And then I'm like, Hey, you know, I email them or something like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of busy. And then yeah, it never, it never pans out. Like <laughs> everyone's always excited to do it. And then when you try to set up something, it's just, it always falls through. <laughs> so I was so happy that <laughs> this worked out and hopefully, uh, you know, it enables maybe other people to, uh, think that, I don't know if they think it's you know, intimidating or whatever, and they don't want to come on. Maybe they'll think, uh, think again and come on. Uh, Joe and I are very laid back. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we came off that and way. And listen, the intro all the time says, if you want it's either the intro, or the outro yeah. says you can, um, you know, and I was like, I said to Dave, I should write them. And I was yes. actually going to write you guys when you're going to come to Six Flags over Atlanta. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, we're here. And I was like, Oh, that's going to sound stalkerish. I'm not no, going no, hey. to them. Cause I'll be like, who is this? No, no, so, I, I'd welcome it. If we, if we come down. Yeah. Certainly have uh, some people. It'd be great for part. Tom to be the stocky for one. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sure you were probably surprised, like, it's a female fan, too, because I know yeah. when you were guessing who KD, KD was, you thought I was from... Uh, King's um, Dominion. Yes, yes. yes, yes and yes. so I was like, no, I, um, and you kept, I never thought about reviewing, so I listen all the time. I like, I like hearing how you're planning the trips and then, you know, what happens afterwards and what yeah. the costs go into it. I mean, you really think through it. So, and Joe, you share a lot, too, of your thoughts on different things and, um, and even your car, your Tesla, I was telling Dave about that. So, <laughs> and driving down and trying to charge it. And, yeah. Yeah. And trying to figure out how to use it. <laughs> yeah. And I know Dave, he's interested in trying to do some cruises. So I told him, you know, you guys do quite a few oh, and you're yeah. planning some right now. Dave, so. you can't go wrong, buddy. You cannot go wrong. Cruises <laughs> are the best. so awesome. You how we talked about that resort day at the park. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's a cruise. <laughs> Every day is a resort day. <laughs> It's in our it's in our future somewhere. We we haven't been on one yet, but we've talked about it a lot. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know that industry gets up and running again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just that. <laughs> no boats. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely. Uh, you guys are always welcome to come on and talk about whatever uh, you have going on. Or uh, like I said, I can reach out when we decide to do a episode where we do a top ten or whatever, or brackets or whatever we're doing. But I think that will bring this episode to an end. So I'd like to extend a very special thanks to KD, KD, and family, along with Joe, of course, as always. And until we stream again, go check out Adventures by D on YouTube and keep making memories. And have a Six Flags day. Bye, and may the adventures be with you. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. <laughs> <laughs>